to glory land. It won't be long until I take the hand of Jesus Christ with a great big smile. We'll sit right down and talk a while. Talk a while. Charles Watson was born again on May 23, 1975, at the California Men's Colony. His transformation can best be described as amazing grace. Here's one of his messages from his early years of ministry. Until I see the man. clap offering. Praise God. Glory to God. Amen. Well, glory to God. Today we're going to talk about love as a sacrifice. How many know that? Love is a sacrifice. In order for us to love the way God desires for us to love, I tell you, it's a real sacrifice at times. Amen? You know, in creation itself, as we look at God in creation, God was, in a sense, expressing his love to the world. In creation itself, God said, let there be light. Well, I believe the power behind creation is the love of God. God cared for mankind. He cared for mankind to make a place for mankind to live and to rule and to have his being. Amen? To take dominion over the earth. God's love was involved fully in creation. The expression of God is love. God's expression in this world today is love. And you know what? It's a divine love. It's not like us men trying to love one another at times before we knew God. And it's not necessarily like a man loving his wife or a brother loving his brother. It's like God loving mankind. And God expects for us today to love one another as he loved us. And that's a divine love. That's not just some namby-pamby hypocritical type love. It is a love that takes sacrifice, sacrifice in our life to give up ourself and to let God's love come out. Now, love is to experience God. How many knows that? To love is to experience God. If you're loving today, you're experiencing God in your person. And to know love, to know the God kind of love is to know God. God and his love, in other words, are inseparable. If you're going to love like God wants you to love, you have to know God. And to know God is to know love. So that means that we need to get very close to God in order to love the way he desires for us to love. Would you agree with that? So in order to get close to God, we find that we as mankind has to sacrifice our entire being to God and line our life up with God's love so that we can express his nature in our life. To love is to be like God. To love is to be like God. You know, before sin came into this world, before strife and fear and hatred came into this world, I can just picture Adam there as the expression of God's love. God was there with Adam, and Adam was there with God, and God gave Adam the power to speak and to name the animals, and he found out that, that uh, he needed something, and God provided him a helpmate 
Praise God so that man wouldn't be alone and God's love was flowing there between man and woman and then sin came into the world and severed that love between God and man and between man and man. So we could say that God's perfect expression and the way he would like for us to be in this world would be lovers, only loving with his love without all the sin and selfish nature that we have taken upon ourselves through the fall of mankind. So in order to get rid of all that garbage out of our life, we have to look to Jesus. We have to look to his word. We have to look to his sacrifice. And we have to look to the fact that we now need to sacrifice ourselves to God so that we can be a loving blessing to others. Amen? Amen? You know, God expressed his love through Noah. God expressed his love through Abraham. But God's ultimate expression of love was through his son, Jesus Christ. God is love. Amen? And God poured his love down upon us. On the overhead projector tonight, we've got God love to us. God's love to us. Amen? Is Jesus Christ. You know, a scripture that brought me into the family of God was God so loved the world. John 3, 16. I heard that word out in the visiting room one day, and it clicked something that I heard from childhood, and all of a sudden that scripture went off in my mind, and it sparked faith in me, and I knew that if I would only believe that I could have eternal life. And I believed that I had eternal life. But John 3, 16. Let's say that by memory just a second. God so loved. See, God so loved the world. Amen? God so loved the world. Not just God loved the world. God so loved the world. The world. Everybody. Black, white, Mexican, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Hawaiian, whatever. Indian. God so loved the world that he gave. God gave. His only begotten Son, not just His Son, His only begotten Son. Amen? That was a sacrifice on God's part. God, that was a big sacrifice. Can you imagine you taking your only Son and sacrificing Him for your next door neighbor? Hmm? Now, I only say that hypothetical and don't go off and do that. Amen? And I don't believe that you would. But I'm saying, can you imagine doing that? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, that's you, all of you, whosoever believes in him, believes in his son, believes in what Jesus did, shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life, eternal life. Amen? Eternal life by you believing in what God gave. God so loved the world. He sacrificed everything that he was. Amen. He sacrificed his son. He sacrificed his love. God gave everything in giving Jesus Christ to mankind. God revealed the extent and the power of his love when he gave Jesus. Amen. Love is powerful. Love creates. 
Love, yes, was in creation. Love is the expression of God. And when God speaks his love, things come into being. Amen? When God speaks his word, things happen. And love is backing God's word. And God sent his word down to earth into Mary through the seed of the Holy Ghost, glory to God. And she gave birth to the Son of God who was the Son of love. Amen? Jesus came to earth to love mankind. See, it's the love of God that brings deliverance to a sinful, needed world. Amen? It is the love of God that brings deliverance and rescues man from his sins. It is the love of God that does that. It's not how good you can preach or how good you can teach or how good you can witness or how you can mouth this or do this or do that. It's the love of God that delivers mankind from their sins. The love of God. The love of God moving through mankind does the deliverance. God so loved the world that he gave Jesus, his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in Jesus and his love shall not perish, but shall be rescued and have eternal life. Amen. That's how God loves you. It's a sacrificial love that delivers. Listen to this. Psalms 107.20 says, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. Sent His Word and delivered them and healed them from all their destruction. Of course, that was spoken many years before Jesus came, but that was a prophecy that was coming forth, and that's exactly what He did. In Romans 5, 8, it says that God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died for us. Amen. Christ died for us in that while we were yet sinners. You know, for God to do that and him being love, it did not take a lot because that was his nature to do that to sacrifice but for us to sacrifice to our next door neighbor and to love someone even though they're a heathen and even though they're walking in sin for us to do that that takes sacrifice amen praise God that takes sacrifice that takes giving it all 100% as Jesus gave it all 100%. Jesus Christ, as you can see on the chart here, came down from God to earth. For three years, he walked upon this earth in what is called his earthly ministry to mankind. Of course, that began when he was 30 years old. But for three years, he walked around on earth and he was the expression of God's love. Amen? An expression of God's love. He was all man, but yet he was all God, full of the Holy Ghost and with power, moving out and doing mighty miracles and works for the kingdom of God. Jesus' entire ministry was an expression of God's love. He's our example to follow today in this world. Amen? 
our example to follow. God's love not only brought the creation in the beginning, but now God's love that was sent to earth was to bring recreation to all mankind who needed to be saved from their destruction, and only Jesus and God's love could do it. The power of love. But it takes sacrifice. God sacrificed. Jesus was to be the sacrifice for all mankind. Jesus' ministry of preaching and teaching and healing and redeeming was God's love in action upon this earth as well as the expression of his own love for all mankind. He was full of the Holy Ghost. He had the seed of God, the spirit and the drive and the nature of God. He was God in the flesh, expression, expressing God's divine love to mankind. Glory. Matthew 20, 28 says, Jesus came to give his life a ransom for many. Luke records in Acts 10, 38, how Jesus Christ or how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. God was with him. God was in him. God was his power. And because of that power, because of the Holy Ghost, because of that love, because of that drive in him that was from God, healing and miracles came forth in the lives of everyone that he touched. But it was because he gave everything unto God. He hearkened unto the word of God. Jesus publicly cried out and said, My will is to do the Father's will. Amen. Jesus was obedient to the Father. He gave all to his Father. He humbled himself to his Father. Jesus was love personified. And as I've said, it is our example. His love and his word is our example to follow and for us to put on in our life today. Jesus Christ, the Bible says in Hebrews 13, 8, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if he's going to be the same today, he's going to have to be the same in you. Amen? Walking on this earth in his power. Amen? The same in us. So it takes sacrifice if it's to be the same in us. Jesus gave himself for us was the expression of God's love for mankind. Not only on earth, but when he went to the cross. Hebrews 9.26 says, He appeared on earth to put away the sin of the world by the sacrifice of himself. Of himself. He sacrificed his entire self to mankind. I would like for you to turn and look in the Bible this morning in Philippians chapter 2, which records exactly what Jesus did to put away the sin, to bring love. It records the expression of love, the giving of love that it takes to bring forth the same results that Jesus makes in this world. See, the same thing that Jesus did to have Jesus' results means the same thing we have to do to have Jesus' results. Amen? 
if Jesus is to love us. And in Philippians chapter 2, verse number 6, it says, Who, Jesus, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Verse 7, Philippians 2, 7. But he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Jesus, it says he did two things. He became obedient and he humbled himself. He became obedient to the Father and he humbled himself. You know, when you become obedient to the Word of God and to the Father God to humble yourself, you are going to be humbling yourself, amen? If you're obedient, you're humbling yourself. If you're humbling yourself, you're being obedient to that which you're humbling yourself to. And Jesus humbled himself to the death on the cross. In other words, he said no to himself. 100% and said yes to Father God and because of that the love of God did the healing at the cross. Love comes forth through humility and through obedience. Amen. Love, see, is a sacrifice for God's love to come from us and through us and use us and move in us and be part of us and do the ministry in us. It is a sacrifice that only comes forth by humbling yourself and being obedient unto God. 100% unto God. You say, Charles, I can't be 100%. Well, just be 75%. Just be 80%. Just be 50%. That's better than being 10%, isn't it? Be all you can, in other words. Amen? Be like Paul said, Hey, I haven't got there yet. I haven't totally matured yet. I'm not 100% yet, but I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Amen? Giving all for Jesus Christ. Love delivered mankind from this present evil world. And it was the love of Jesus. Listen to this scripture here written by Paul. In Galatians 1, 4, Jesus gave himself for our sin that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. The will of God is that mankind be delivered from this present evil world. But they are delivered from this present evil world, how? By love, by God's love, by God's so love of the world, by Jesus' sacrificial love upon the cross, and now through us humbling and obeying the gospel of Jesus Christ and going and preaching the gospel and beginning to move out in that love which brings the same deliverance. You know, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Holy Ghost is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it all works the same. Amen. It all works the same. God doesn't change. 2 Corinthians 8 9 says, Though Jesus was rich, he was rich. Can you imagine the Son of God coming to earth? Jesus was rich. Amen. Rich in every sense of the word. Yet for your sakes he became poor that ye through his power poverty or poorness might be rich. He became poor 
so that you might be rich. Amen. Glory to God. Titus 2.14 says, Jesus gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Amen. Gave himself completely for us so that he might deliver us and cleanse us and purify us and make us into that peculiar person that will be zealous for good works. Glory to God. I believe those are works of love. Revelation 1.5 said, Jesus loved us. He washed us from all sin in his own blood and hath, hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Because of his great love, he washed us with his blood and made us kings and priests and joint heirs with Christ Jesus so that we now can go forth and do his ministry on this earth. Because of God's love. Because of God's love. Ephesians 5, 2 says this. Be ye imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God. Hallelujah. What's that saying? That's saying if you're going to walk in love, you're going to walk as God walks. You're going to love as God loves, amen? As Christ has loved us, gave himself for us, a sacrifice to God. We need to sacrifice our life 100% to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen? 100%. See, our sacrificial love today is because God loved us. Our sacrificial love today is because Jesus loved us. Jesus went down into the grave and he resurrected and he poured out his Holy Ghost upon us in Acts 2 and now his love is inside us. Amen? We've heard that before. I've preached it here that God's love is perfect inside of us only we now need to release it out of our life. Amen? Need to release it out of our life. How do we do that? Turn with me to Romans chapter 12, if you would. Romans chapter 12. How many born-again Christians we got in here today? Amen. The biggest part of you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he's risen from the dead, that God so loved you that he gave his son to die upon the cross for you, to, to die for your sins, to wash them out with your blood, to resurrect you into the kingdom of God and to give you life, amen? Praise God. Now you have the power inside of you. You have the love inside of you. You have the Holy Ghost inside of you. And now the Holy Ghost writing through Paul, Romans 12, verse 1, says, I beseech or beg or urge you, Therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. God wants us to present our bodies now a living sacrifice unto God. You know what God had in mind when he wrote that through Paul? Just as his son sacrificed his life for his world. Amen. Now we are to sacrifice our life for God's world. Amen. Glory to God. 
a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice, not a dead sacrifice, a living sacrifice, one that's living right now, sacrificed outright unto God, which is your what? Reasonable service. It's your reasonable service. Now, you know, God is not one like to tell you what he wants and then not to tell you how to do it. So in the next line here, he tells you how to do that. He says not to be conformed. That word means to be molded to the things of this world, to this world, to the things of this world, to the garbage of this world, to the sin of this world, to the fallen nature of this world, to the works of the flesh, to the strives to the quarrelings, to the divisions, to the backbitings. Don't be conformed to all that or you won't be a living sacrifice unto God. You'll be right out there in Satan's territory, amen? But if you're going to be that sacrifice unto God, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed, it says. Transformed. Transformed, glory to God, means to be transfigured. To be transfigured like Christ was transfigured up in the heavenlies, glory to God. And Moses looked upon Jesus and he saw his face shining like the light, glory to God, amen. Saw him shining there, hallelujah. To be transfigured, to begin to glow in your soul, to begin to glow in your thinking. To say no to all that garbage of the flesh and to begin to glow, to be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind to the Word of God, to the Word of love. Renew your mind to this Word here that you may prove what is that good and that acceptable and that perfect will of God. You know what the perfect will of God is? To love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The will of God, the perfect will of God is to love your neighbor as you love yourself and we all fall short of it. Why? Because our minds are not renewed yet. That's why. We'll be working on that till the day Jesus Christ comes and receive us to himself. We'll be working on that renewing of the mind so that we can love in a greater way. So that we can prove that perfect will of God in a greater way. His perfect will, His Word, glory to God, that He sent is love to mankind. Being transformed and think this Word, talk this Word, know this Word, live in this Word, be renewed by this Word, have this mind in your word, in your heart, in your soul, glory to God. Amen? Live by that Word. Be renewed by that word there. The word here says that we're to take the gospel of Jesus Christ in Matthew 28, 19, and go ye therefore into all the world, teaching, glory to God, and preaching, and baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and Jesus commands us to love, glory to God. After we baptize them and teach at them and preach at them, glory to God, we go in there and we teach them to love. Amen. Teach the new commandment, and that is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. A new commandment. 
Acts 1.8 says, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. But I tell you what, when we go out and witness, we have to witness in God's power, and you're not witnessing in God's power unless it's in God's love. Because love is the power of God. Love is the Holy Ghost. Love is the Word of God. Being renewed to love, glory to God, in every action of your life. Letting every thought of your life being the Word. Letting every thought of your mind be love. Getting into the Word and knowing be above everything else that we're to love our brother like we love ourselves and don't go for anything but that. We all fall short. I fall just as short as any of you do. But we're finding out this morning what we need to do. Now let's begin to do it. Amen. And express love and let love be every motive in our life. Amen. 100%. The motive of everything that we do. Romans 5, 5 says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. The Holy Ghost has been given unto us and now it is to be shed abroad in our hearts. Amen. The love of God is to be shed abroad in our hearts. Not just the Holy Ghost, but if the Holy Ghost has been shed abroad, the love of God has been shed abroad, and the love of God is what's going to deliver mankind just as it is delivered from the beginning through Jesus Christ and through God Himself. It's going to continue to deliver and to recreate through you. Amen? But it's got to be love. Nothing else. If we'll just get this into our heart this morning, we can begin to love like never before. Our motives will be love. And you know what you'll see coming out the other end? Salvation of souls. Glory to God. Because it'll be God doing the ministry and not us trying to do it. Love. Let love be our first priority in life. Not only our friends, but we're to love our enemies. Now that's sometimes hard. That takes a real sacrifice, doesn't it? Loving our enemies. It's all right to love someone that gives you a jar of coffee, but I tell you what, that guy next door that's bumming from you every minute of the day, it's a little harder to love him, isn't it? That guy that's hollering at you as you go across the yard, you Bible toter, God squad, blah, 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 blah. It's a little harder to love him, isn't it? Now, that takes a little bit more of a sacrifice. But if we're going to be conformed to God's Word and have our mind renewed to the love of God so that we can prove God's will, the Word says that we are to love our enemies. Listen to this. We're to love your enemies, bless them that curse you, and do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Matthew 5. 44. Now that's a mouthful there. The Holy Ghost, the same Holy Ghost that Jesus had, now dwells in us, and it gives us the power to keep the commandments that God gives us to keep. The Holy Ghost lives inside of us. He said, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you. And by this, all men shall know that you're my disciples indeed. How do you know that you're a disciple of Jesus if you're loving? What does disciple mean? It means a disciplined one. How do you know if you're being disciplined in the things of God or not if you're loving? 
If you're really disciplining yourself in the love of God, you're renewing your mind so that you can love. By this all men shall know. If you love your neighbor as yourself, then all men shall know that, boy, you're disciplining yourself in the love of God, renewing your mind so that you can prove the perfect will of God, which is love. Amen? The Word of God working and operating in our life. Greater love has no man than to lay down his life for his brother. Boy, we fall short of that, don't we? Huh? So we got some work to do in our minds, amen, to renew our minds to what God desires for us to do. How many of us are laying our life down for our brothers? Well, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm glad to see those hands this morning. But that takes real sacrifice. I'm sure you heard this joke before about this chicken and this pig. I once said, if you'd have it, I'll share it with you again. There was this pig and this chicken. And this chicken said, hey, Mr. Pig, let's go over there and uh, uh, give these poor folks some, some eggs and, and bacon. And that pig said, what? Eggs and bacon? He said, hey, Mr. Chicken. He says, he says, what did he say? <laughs> In other words, he said, hey, that's just uh, a what for the chicken? Well, that's easy for the chicken to say, but for me, that's a complete sacrifice, amen? Praise God. A complete sacrifice. In other words, he had to give up his whole being, amen? That ham didn't come easy. That's right. Those eggs, he just spewed those things out just like that, you know? That ham didn't come easy, man. Well, praise God. I think we can remember that Paul said that we're to owe no man love, owe, owe no man nothing but to love one another. We don't owe them nicks and backbiting and strife and talking bad about them, but we owe them love. That's all we owe them. We're in debt to them to love everyone. Paul was willing to live for love. He was willing to walk in love. He was willing to die for love. He was willing to die for the gospel. His drive was to love. His, every part of his actions were love. The Apostle Paul. Because he yielded himself to God and became a living sacrifice for the Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.14 says that the love of God controlled Paul. It controlled Paul. 100%. The love of God control Paul. For the love of God constraineth me because we thus judge that if one man died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all that they which live should not henceforth live to what? Themselves, but unto him that died for them and rose again. It's awful easy for us today in this world to live to ourselves. But we need to live for one another and let the love of God control and constrain us in every action. Jesus said, if any man come after me, let him deny himself, say no to himself, and take up his cross and follow Jesus. You know, sometimes it's not easy to follow Jesus. 
Because when you follow Jesus, you're following His Word. You're following His love. And when you're following His love and when you're following His, His Word, you're saying no to yourself and to all the things of the world. And you're saying, yes, Jesus, I deny myself. I take up that same sacrificial cross just as you did walking towards God, walking and doing God's will. I'm going 100% towards the Word. I'm going to do what God says. I'm not going to do what the devil says I say no to self and I take up my cross and I follow and I do the same things that you do and the same things that you did because the Holy Ghost dwells in me and he has empowered me to do it amen praise God denying yourself the disciples in closing there was 11 disciples 11 of them followed after Jesus they gave themselves to him they completely gave themselves to the work of Jesus, whereas there was one person, Judas Iscariot. He grabbed for the 30 pieces of silver and he took them and he run. The 11 disciples ended up in the kingdom of God. Glory to God. And Judas Iscariot, he's waiting to be judged in the fire of hell. You say, well, how do you know he wouldn't say? Well, the Bible don't tell us he was. Amen. We need to say yes to God. Loving is a sacrifice. Jesus told Peter, he says, if you love me, feed my sheep. But when we feed the sheep of God, we've got to feed them love. We've got to feed them word. We've got to feed them Holy Ghost. We've got to feed them the thing that will cause them to grow up and be a man of God, a man of love. And only this sacrificial love, this laying down it all for Jesus, as God did, as Jesus did. Now we're to do it, and we'll be effective Christians in this world.